It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It's your boy D&A, back with you after a Wizards dub. It was domination. The Wizards beat the Grizzlies 115 to 87. It's the first time the Wizards have beat the Grizzlies since 2019. We know we struggled with them in the past, but it wasn't a struggle today. They got the job done. Hey, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Dub, dub. Hey, we we shared the wealth and we came out there with effort. I, I love the start. Gafford with a whole bunch of alley-oops. Dinwiddie being aggressive. Uh, great win. We needed this. And to blow them out by almost 30, this was a statement game to come back from this two-game skid, uh, losing at home uh, against the uh, Raptors, getting punched in the mouth, and we finally went out there and punched somebody in the mouth. Um, we had, what, four or five guys in double figures. So you had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys in double figures tonight. So what we've been talking about this whole time is ball movement. We moved the basketball. Guys like Neto stepped up. Neto had a huge night tonight. I mean, he fell on the floor and had a beautiful pass. Gaffer with a couple of alley-oops, Bradley Bill attacking the rim, not settling for threes. Uh, Kuzma was hot from the three. KCP was hot from the three. Dinwiddie hit a couple threes. We had our best three-point shooting night tonight, so uh, I loved our effort defensively. Points in the paint, we dominated the Grizzlies in, from in the points in the paint. Uh, and Ja Morant, we kept Ja Morant in check tonight. I thought we did a heck of a job on Ja. You look at Ja's stat line. Uh, he only had 11 points tonight. I mean, that's that's incredible. He's been averaging about, you know, 25 to 27 points per game. And he was four for 17 from the field. So I got to give our defense a lot of credit. I got to give West Edsel Jr. a lot of credit tonight, too, for making adjustments from from that two-game two skid. We had to come out there with energy. Uh, I thought Trez had a great game. I thought everybody all around, even and Denny stepped up tonight, too. I thought he had some big moments. Uh, even though he didn't make his free throws tonight, I thought he drove to the basket with more confidence and had some great defensive possessions. You know, he blocked. Uh, Jaron Jackson, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. I thought that was a big defensive momentum swing right there with that block. And then Bradley Bill with the throw it off the backboard and threw it to himself and finished off that layup. So I, I like what I saw. I thought we, we we shot the ball from the three really well. Uh, you look you look at our three-point numbers, and we shot 40% from the three, which is a huge improvement from what we've been doing. We've been we've been abysmal from the three-point line. Uh, I like that a lot. And um, – we, we attacked, even though teams, the scouting reporters is packing in the paint. Um, we attacked and went to the basket, and that helped us out with the threes. The pick and roll with Daniel Gafford and, and Brad and, and Daniel Gafford and Spencer, we kept going to that. We didn't settle for threes. Uh, we were just more aggressive, and that's what I liked from the Wizards tonight. We were more aggressive. Yeah, and in the last episode, we talked about it after the Raptors game. I said this was the first losing streak of the Wizards season. This was the first losing streak of Wes Unsell Jr.'s coaching career how will you come out and respond i said after the brooklyn nets game they came out against boston and put on a great performance 
and they came out against the Grizzlies, a team they've struggled against in the past, and they came out and put up a great performance at home. I mean, that's how you respond. And like I said, that's what winning teams do. They find a way to respond. Every team's going to go on their little slides, but it's how you respond and how you fight back. And they fought back today. And you look at the stat lines. It's beautiful, the balance. All five starters in double figures. I mean, Bradley Bill, 17 points on 12 shots. I mean, when you got him shooting seven for 12, and then you got Kyle Pull putting up 10 shots, Kuzma putting up 10 shots, Dinwiddie putting up 11, Gaffer putting up eight. I mean, it's balanced. You don't see Bradley Bill, 25 shots, and the next highest is, you know, Kuzma at like 12 or 13. It is well-balanced, beautiful. You know, the Grizzlies, they look like a team that got one of the worst defensive efficiency, I mean, one of the worst defensive efficiencies in the league, which they are. They're ranked 30th. Yeah, so last. they got whatever they want. And the Wizards, like I said, they shot 58% from the field, 40% from three. It was all they really had to do was lock in defensively, and they did. In that third quarter, they really started strapping down, boosting that lead up to the 20s, and they never looked back. And they finished this game strong. You know, Bradley Bill didn't have to come back into the game. It was no, you know, timeouts. The the Grizzlies cut the lead down to 12, et cetera. They, they, played, they started to play strong in that third and boost the lead, and they continued to finish it off strong. You know, you guys, guys, we got to – Enjoy these blowout games because it, it ain't going to happen a lot. Majority of the time, we're going to be stressed out and thinking. So, Denny Avdia, like you said, but that defense in the fourth quarter, Jared Jackson Jr., beautiful. I mean, you got some Dikembe Mutombo action in there, getting that block <laughs> on that second defense of Jared Jackson. Howell Neto was a dog, seven for eight from the field, 15 points, five rebounds. Montrez Harrell, 18 and eight, nine and 11. I mean, he was beating up. I feel bad for the young guys on the Grizzlies bench. <laughs> he was beating up on those young kids at the end of that game. Aaron Holiday, he had him some um, nice moments. The Kyle Pope, of course, went for seven for three. Kyle Kuzma with a bounce back game after that one for 10 shooting day against the Raptors. Five for 10 from the field, three for four from three. Daniel Gafford, my bold prediction. I said he'll get a double double, but I, he did have a good game. He had 15 points just for rebounds, but he had a really good game. I mean, they spread the ball around a lot. 20, 34 assists. Everybody I mean, eats. Yeah, everybody, everybody ate eats. today. Everybody ate today. So just looking at the all-around team performance, offensively, great. Defensively, great. And, I mean, I, I know we got some more thoughts. But before we get into that, guys, I want to thank you guys, first of all, for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, this episode is brought to you by McDonald's, which serves has been served, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a, a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect. A place where classmates can meet up for a group study, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless surprise of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose is a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come recharge. It's the place you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rush your legs and refuel. I've gone to McDonald's after school, after games, road trips. You know, it's your, it's your go-to option. So head to, head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Somebody say locked on Wizards watch party. I'm loving it. So, Ed, 
What's some more thoughts you have on the game? I love I had a shot to the full moment there, but uh, I love I love the energy from Howell. I mean, some people call him Howell Wall on social media, you know, just that coast to coast play. But what really stood out was the rebounding. We talked about rebounding. You know, the Raptors out rebounded us the last game and we out rebounded the Grizzlies 53 to 39. You know, we talked about what the, the matchup with Steve Adams versus Gaffer and talked about how strong. Steven Adams was, but, you know, our bigs went out there and dominated, I thought, from Harold and Gaff. Gaff set the tone early with a couple dunks. Uh, he had a couple alley-oop dunks to finish off the game as well. This is the Daniel Gafford that I've been waiting for. This is why I am a Daniel Gafford stan. I'm a huge Daniel Gafford fan. And, you know, the quad contusion kind of held him back a little bit, but this is where – this is the potential. This is why Daniel Gafford got that three-year, $40 million extension. This is the Gafford that we really, really wanted to see, and we haven't really gotten to see him do that yet. He didn't have the double-double like he predicted, but it was close enough. He had some – he had a couple big blocks. He was seven for eight from the field, 15 points, and uh, four rebounds, you know, plus 13 and plus or minus, but he had two blocks. He he blocked John Morant, had some two – he had two big blocks in the game that definitely helped, helped out with momentum too. I like how you hit on Kuzma because Kuzma did not shoot the ball well at all. He had a rough game and then he got hurt. Um, you know, had the, the um, thing on his on his um, arm or whatever, his forearm, forearm. He went out there, set the tone, 13 points, hit a couple of threes, six boards. And um, like I said, I like I like the rebounding as a team. Points in the paint, point that out. We had 66 points in the paint. We just dominated in points in the paint, 48. Uh, we talked about how Memphis can get to the basket and score easily. And I thought we protected the rim. That was a huge thing because Jaw gets into the paint a lot and he penetrates and he creates shots for others. You know, some of the guys were able to hit some threes in the beginning, like Desmond Bain was hitting threes, Zaire. Uh, but we were able to stop Jaw's um, penetration and, 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 and not let them uh, get easy, easy baskets. Um, I just think uh, some of the ticky-tack things were some of the technical fouls. That's one thing that I didn't like, the technical foul on Aaron Holiday. I thought Aaron Holiday provided some good minutes, too. I thought he picked up full court, too, and uh, had a couple buckets towards the end of the, end of the game as well. So I just thought some of the techs were ticky-tacky, but um, as far as, like, like you said, again, assists, we had 34 assists. They had 19. Everybody eats, ball movement. This We've been harping on that so much, and we're just a better team when we share the wealth and we share the basketball. Of course – Knocking down threes help. Bradley Bill has not even missed. I don't think Bradley Bill has missed a free throw this year yet. I think he's like 34 for 34 on the field. Yeah, he was three for three today. So I don't want to jinx Brad, but Brad's been on a tear from the free throw line. We just want to see. He was 0 for 3 from the three from the three-point line. So he was 0 for. But um I think he's making strides with a shooting seven for twelve from the field. KCP was huge today. He had a, he had an off night against the Raptors, too. He was four for seven from the three-point line. Um, had 12 points. So him him shooting the ball better definitely helped. I see I see Kisper got in the mix and had a bucket too. Um, so I, I just thought all around we just played with a lot more effort. I think what's Unso Jr. He's not going to say there was a lack of, lack of effort tonight. So um, I, I just love what I saw from from the roster and I like you know Denny had seven boards didn't 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 go crazy offensively but I, I love his defense and and the boards three assists. I want to see him bring the ball up a little bit more especially when it was that when it was a blowout. I thought there were times where he could have just got the rebound. They could have just let him bring the ball up and um, just run the offense, honestly. Yeah. And just to hit on some things, some things that, you know, if you want to say you had complained about certain things, they did mm -hmm. have 18 turnovers. And mm -hmm. at one point in the first quarter, the Wizards had a couple turnovers that led to a Grizzlies 9-0 run. And they that went up true. and they cut the lead down to three. And they had 
multiple times where it was like just goofy turnovers, et cetera. So you do want to cut those down. I mean, luckily in this game, it didn't really hurt them. They dominated the rebounds 53 to 39. You love to see that. They held the Grizzlies to 19% from the three. So getting mm-hmm. back to great three-point defense, you know, they struggled against the Raptors. And like we said before in our last episode, preview in the game, the Grizzlies were, I think, fourth in the league as a team in points in the paint. They only shot mm-hmm. 35% from the field. So the Wizards did a great job on that. John Morant, four for 17. Jaron Jackson, four for 14. Their main two guys, they struggled to shoot from the field. Jaron Jackson went one for six for three. So that's what you got to do. You make life hard on these guys. And that's what the Wizards did. I mean, I, I can't really speak enough on how proud I am of the Wizards responding, you know, to this two-game losing streak. They could have easily let it get to their heads and get frustrated and lose focus, et cetera. But, no, they locked in, buckled up, knew what they needed to improve on, and they went out there and executed it on their home floor. And now they're 4-1 at home. And you love to see it. I'm just, I'm surprised at the blowout. I really am. I thought it would be a closer game. (laughs) But I'm happy it wasn't. You know, I'm not really going to complain. I know they got the Bucks up on Sunday. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But Mm -hmm. who's your X factor? Who's your player of the game? Oh man, that's a, that's a, that's actually a good one because, like we said, everybody ate. It just shows how deep this team is. We can have guys out. Davies didn't play tonight. Um, you know, of course, Rui not back yet. Thomas Bryant not back yet. We still have enough depth where we can pick guys up and we ha- we can have a balanced attack. So we can say Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill doesn't have to go out there and score 30, 40 points. That's just a great team about this roster. But to get to the X factor question, that's a tough one. Um, I, I would say Howell, but Howell seriously might be the player of the game because. The some of the things he did, like that spark off the bench. I mean, he, and he had a plus 17 plus minus. I know a lot of people don't really care for plus minus, but I, I there is a little bit of stock that I do take into that. Um, X Factor, I'm, I'm gonna go with Gaff, you know, I'm gonna go with Gaff Man, Gaff Man, Gaff Man. Yeah, that's him. Let's go with Gaff, let's go with Gaff for the X Factor. And then from a player of the game, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Haul, I'm gonna give it to Haul because that, 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 and one mixtape playground sitting on the floor pass and then him going coast to coast like that. And he was scoring a lot of his buckets on how on uh jaw Moran too. He was going at jaw and I thought he got a couple of good stops at on jaw too. So, and, and how old is a little bit, sh- how old shorter than everybody, but um, I, I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with how old I'm going to give how some, some, some shine right now tonight. Yeah, I definitely, I, it's actually the same as yours. I had how old Neto player of the game. I think he did a tremendous job today. Tremendous. I can't say more about what he's done, especially with the contract that he's on. I mean, he's been a still, a still pickup, you know. So mm-hmm. that second quarter, he had that whole wall moment. He showed that speed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. So definitely Howell Neto gets my player of the game, the X Factor. Like you said, I got to go with Daniel Gafford. I mean, he's had a couple rough games, a couple rough outings, especially – you know, working his way back from that quad contusion. And this was the game he really popped off. And you love to see it. And I love to see the energy from him. He had the nice reverse alley-oop dunk to, in the fourth quarter. That, those are the things you like to see. You see him getting hype, yelling, etc. That's all things I, I really enjoy seeing from these guys, man. I love to see the crowd hype, the team having fun, smiling, the starters really being able to rest. I mean, 
like I said, guys, you got to enjoy these W's, man. You really do. Yeah. So me and Ed both got DG, X-Factor, Howell Neto, player of the game. So the Bucks are Sunday. I mean, just to hit on it quickly, what, mm-hmm. what are you looking for? Um, once again, points on the paint defense. I mean, Giannis is going to get his. It's just how it is. But um, I would say defending the paint. You know, Jaw Morant is a guy that can get to the paint. I, it's two different animals because Giannis is 6'10", and then Jaw is like, what, 6'3". So it's two totally different animals. Giannis is just a, a beast, and he's going to get his in the paint. But looking at their team, they are 4-4. Four four. They're losing to the Knicks by 17 actually right now. So they're not the Bucks of last year. They got some guys out just to just to put that out there. And I'm not going to discount them, you know, because, you know, we lost the teams that that, you know, guys have been missing their their stars or whatever. But um, Giannis's brother is starting. So I would just say take advantage of that right now. Drew Holiday is not playing. Chris Middleton is on in COVID protocols. I want to say Pat Connaughton starting for them. George Hill starting for them. And Grayson Allen is starting for them. So but once again, I'm not going to I'm not going to you know take away or anything like that. Uh, actually, you know what? Drew Holiday, he did play tonight. He is playing, but he's, yeah. he's coming off the bench. I'm sorry about yeah. that. He he did play, but he's coming off the bench. And he he hasn't played many games this year. He's like getting his feet under him and, and you know getting his wind. But to get the keys to victory, protecting the paint, defending the three point line, and knowing your personnel. Like when Giannis and his brother are playing out there, there's two guys who can't shoot threes. So you know how to defend those guys. You know, packing the paint. They got to defend us. We got to defend them like they like they've been defending us when they got that lineup out there. Um, rebound, got to rebound. Got to keep Giannis off the boards. Got to keep his brother off the boards. And um, those other guys, like I said, Grayson Allen can shoot and just a balance attack ball movement. Keep the, keep their heads on the swivel when we're moving the ball. We're setting screens for each other. That's when we're so much better. Uh, so just move the ball and share the wealth so everybody can eat. And we're we're a balanced team. We don't want Bradley Bill going out there going scoring forty and thirty. We need him to stay in that twenty twenty five range. But everybody else has to step up too for that to happen. So share the wealth, rebound, and protect the paint against Giannis. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, looking at some of these stats from the Knicks, I mean, protecting the paint right now, the Bucks are shooting forty percent from the field. Rebounding, the Knicks are crushing the Bucks with knee rebounding. The Knicks got a fifty-two to thirty-five lead on the boards. I mean, and like you said, ball movement. I think ball movement is very key. Spreading the ball, having a balanced attack, three-point defense is very important as well. The Knicks are holding the Bucks thirty-eight percent from the field. I mean, from three. So you protect that three-point line. You rebound the ball. Protect the paint. You spread the wealth, you're looking pretty good. You know, the, the Wizards could definitely take this game on Sunday. At home again, they've been playing well at home. They definitely could get it. You know, I, they could lose, but <laughs> I don't know if they'll be favored in the betting odds. But yeah. I think they could be. This is a game they can take, though. This is definitely a game they can take to get to 7-3. and three, You know, right. so those are the same. We kind of look at the same things as similar keys to the game. Definitely those will be my takeaways for sure. So, mm-hmm. I mean, is there anything you, you kind of want to end it off with? The final thoughts you got? Um, just where we are record-wise. I know it's super, super early, but we are 6-3. and three. We're tied for, I want to say, third in the East. I know it's super, super easy to look at rankings, but this is this is a big game here, man. And if, if we win this game, I feel like we can go on a run here looking at schedule-wise. Once again, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but you look at the – Next couple of games is the Cavs and um, it's the Cavs and the Magic are two and eight. The Pelicans are one and eight, 
And so, I mean, you got an opportunity here to potentially be nine and three. So I'm um, looking at the big picture here, but once again, it's game by game. Just keep moving the ball. That's all I ask. And, and Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie played a lot better than what he did the last game because I know a lot of people were harping on him. Uh, I like the way that he played tonight as well. Yeah, and I agree looking at the schedule. You know, Cavs aren't a cakewalk. Definitely yeah, they're not. The Bucks, they're not. You can definitely get the Cavs, but they aren't a cakewalk, like you said. I mean, the Magic will fight too, mm-hmm. but you can get the Magic. The Hornets will be a tough game, and then you got the – really tough back-to-back games against the Heat. You got the Hornets game, which is the tough game. Mm-hmm. So they got an opportunity, man. The schedule hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy, right. you know, which makes their record even more impressive, in my opinion. So they got to fight, man. Keep fighting like they've been doing. Keep responding to adversity like they've been doing, and they'll be looking good, man. So Wizards W, mm-hmm. you know how we got to end it off. The Wizards end off with a dub, <laughs> and we looking good, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for listening and watching. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube and hit the notification bell. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.